Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damia Shodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. so loud what up what is going on my beautiful people it is your girl damio shodi and i'm the host of the planter podcast which helps millennials grow in their faith personal growth journeys and lifestyle practices so if this is your first time welcome my bad for all that shouting i was doing this is not only but really is only the birthday special i don't think i've ever done this before um and if you are a continuous listener am i shouting if you are a continuous listener welcome back hello um you're already used to this um yeah guys birth my birthday was on monday january 28th hello your girl turned 25 guys i turned 25 and it was a birthday for the books okay like y'all I'm going to get to it. I'm going to tell you about my birthday when I get to one of my points. But on this episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you 25 life lessons that I've learned over 25 years. <laughs> Isn't that genius? I mean, well, I didn't start it. I actually got it from my friend Tutu Kumalafe, which has her own podcast called Formation. We actually did an interview um, a couple months ago, so you can listen to her version of her 25 life lessons. So I stole it, and I'm not ashamed of that. Okay, so let's jump in to 25 life lessons. Or wait, should I give you like a background of me first or something? Like kind of from the beginning? Uh, I mean, okay, I was born in Brooklyn, New York, you know, on a really cold winter day at like 5.13 a.m. to the luckiest mother ever, really. And, you know, she took this bundle of joy which they would name Olua Damilola Aminat. Ushudi, meaning God gives me wealth. And then Aminat is Muhammad's mother. And then Oshodi from Oshodi Island, you know, from Nigeria, you know. So that's the beginning, you know. So let's just, you know, I'm going to give you in, into the future 25 years later. Okay. All right. So let's see. Number one life lesson that i've learned is um nothing in this life is given to you which sounds crazy but not really like basically what that means is and what i've learned especially coming out of college and also in college life it just isn't handed to you you know i think we're given this perception from when we're like children that you know people are there to always continuously you know push you to keep moving forward and doing all those things but once you realize you're out of high school you realize that you really have to make your own decisions for yourself um especially if you're somebody who you know you're getting a degree or maybe you're starting a platform you're trying to be an entrepreneur you're trying to pursue a certain career and all these different things as millennials are trying to do you realize that if you don't move things don't move and that was such a 
it's like almost common sense, but it's really not common sense. It's like, oh, like I actually have to put effort into, um, you know, seeing the success that I want to. And yes, um, we have to actually put effort into what we're trying to do and make the moves that are necessary to um, achieve the goals that we want. Trust me, it seems so intuitive, but it's actually so counterintuitive because for some reason we really believe that um, something would just fall out of the sky. If you get what I'm saying. But sadly, that is not the case. So nothing in this life is given to you. Um, I'm going to kind of zoom through them. So this podcast isn't like, you know, forever long. But number two, don't force people to be around you. Let them go. Um, you know, it says in the Bible that God opens and closes doors. So at times when a relationship is closed, either if that's a romantic relationship, a friendship relationship, or a partnership, um, we don't need to beg people to stay. Um, if we know that we've served them the best that we can and that you've given that person your all or those people your all and they still decided to walk away, hey, that is their own business. Um you know, it could be for your own protection that that person is going away um, for your own growth. And that's just something that I've learned. Kind of just let people go on their way um, and they may come back better than ever. And you may be better than ever. And then y'all can, you know, be better together. And if not, just thank you for the relationship and keep it moving. Because I had a roommate who like dumped me, basically. <laughs> like I made like a joke and she got upset and she never talked to me again. <laughs> but we were like best friends. And I was like, what? <laughs> I've never had this happen to me before. But yep, I learned that. Okay, this is one of my favorites. Number three, singleness is a great season. Like seriously, there are so many things that you can do while you're single. Like I think one of the most important things um, that you can do is really get to know who you are. And, and, I'm, and I'm actually talking about real singleness. I'm not talking about you serial dating, you hopping from relationship or man to man or woman to woman um, and pretending to be single because that's not single. I'm talking about like with yourself, by yourself, growing on your own. You're not entertaining anybody. You're not, you know, having different people to talk to and do all this different stuff. There is a season to date, right? And I think that's uh, that's a whole other topic for another day. But um, in your singleness, you really get to know who you are, your identity, and you know your likes, your dislikes. Like for me, um, being truly single, I've just I've had like my standards have increased now. You know what I'm saying? Like what I want in a partner, I have a better vision of it. Um, what I will stand for, what I will not stand for, um, I can be more selective. In my single season because or, you know, um, when I start dating again, because I've taken the time to know more about myself. And then also I've really established my roots in Christ, like really, really like now I can't be swayed. You get what I'm saying? Like I spend more time in my word. I'm praying over my family, praying over my future household, praying over my children, like putting in that work so that when I get into that season of dating and then also marriage, like, I've been laying the seeds down since the beginning or since, you know, prior. I'm training myself how to be um, a wife, training myself how to, you know, the characteristics of a mother now, not when I just arrive. Um, you know, this is a time for you to really prepare. And, you know, for me, like, 
you know, I'm, 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 I'm marriage minded. Like I'm like, okay, when I have a family or when I'm have a husband, this is how I'd like to treat them. So let me start doing those things now. So it becomes a part of me. Not that I have to do all that stuff when I just meet, you know, my husband or whatnot. Now I got to pretend and you know what I'm saying? Ah, nobody wants to do all that. So I'm able to prepare for the life that I want in a marriage right now and also how to submit to God right now um, and hear his voice and just be obedient to him in this season. So, it, you know, I learned those traits so and it, and it, it will carry me on to the next season that I find myself, which would be um, dating and then marriage and then, you know, being a parent and sustaining my marriage and all those different things. So and then also having a healthier view, like, my gosh, like, you know, a lot of us have not seen a lot of healthy marriages. So we have a lot of toxic views and then we go into um, marriage with toxic views or into dating with toxic views. And you, you, I'm sure you can name a few of them that a lot of us may have had. Um, but now this it's a time to detox all of that and to just, you know, be more secure about what you want. Okay, so that's number three. Number four, be a steward over small Um having a stewardship mentality. So with whatever I have right now, just learning to be faithful, um, even with the job that I have right now, um, I really try to serve them to the best of my ability, even though I'm not, you know, making so much money, it doesn't matter. I still want to serve them because I know that it's preparing me for greater things. And then also just being a steward over anything, like trying to take care of my house a little bit more now, being more cleaner, taking care of myself. Um, because what you do is small, um, is what you're going to do with when you have a lot of things. And when God can see that you can take care of small things, he will bless you with more things. Um, but you have to steward well over the things that you do have. So that is a big thing for me. Just, you know, even stewarding over my platform, I've learned that even though I may not have the biggest platform, I still have to treat it like I, like it is one. I have to prepare like it is one. I can't just leave it because it's not as big or whatever. No, I have to get into the mentality now and prepare for that as I'm stewarding over this quote unquote small thing. Number five, don't ignore your feelings. That's a big one. I know we try to be like, oh, logic, 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 but I'm somebody that <laughs> I guess when I was young, my um, one of my, my babysitter's husband used to tell me that when I was a kid, I would, if he would see me upset, he'd be like, Dami, why are you upset? And I'd be like, well, I'm mad. I'm mad because of this, this, and this. I was able to express myself um, why I was upset. And I think as you kind of grow a little older, um, especially growing up for me in a Nigerian home, um, sometimes, you know, your feelings are kind of like, ah, what, are you, what do you mean? What do you, what's your problem? What's, wow, what is wrong with you? All those different things. And, you know, that's carried through so many different cultures as well. But denying yourself of your feelings um to put on a face like i'm not the one when i'm upset i'm upset and you know it i don't try to ignore it i don't try to like oh i'm fine and this that or another like i may not know how to express it right there and then but you're gonna see that i'm just not with it but i think it's healthy i don't know i think it's healthy to not ignore your feelings and to identify what you're feeling so then you can grow and you know um, see how to navigate yourself through those feelings. So don't ignore your feelings. Um, I think that's what also has helped me to be such a genuine person as well. Like I'm the same no matter where you find me. So, cause I don't try to hide. So yeah, don't ignore your feelings. Number six, 
things change when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Um, I've said this on the podcast before. That is how the planter started. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. So when you get to a point where things are just not working for you and you're tired of seeing it that way, usually that's when you're going to get up and do something. And that is how, you know, all of this has been built. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired of just seeing the same old, same old. So I decided to get up and take action towards something. Not even that what I wanted, because I didn't really know what I wanted, to be honest. I had a different vision entirely of what my life was supposed to look like. But um, I think when you get to that point, you are willing to make any change necessary or pursue any type of opportunity. So that was a big life lesson for me. When you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you will get up and start moving. Number seven, a few good friends is what you need, not 10,000 randoms. So basically develop an inner circle. So this is where I get to the story of my birthday. So really my birthday started, like the celebration started on Saturday. Um, I got to Miami. So I'm sure you guys have known listening to podcasts. I lived in Miami for the past six years and went to school there and developed, you know, the closest relationship with friends that I think I've ever had. So I go there often. You know, I was like, oh, it's going to be a normal, you know, birthday, whatever. The last couple of birthdays haven't really gone the way that I wanted to. Um, and I was just like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm just happy to be with my friends. Not knowing these people had something to, like in store for me. So I spent have been speaking to everybody who would listen, right? That I wanted to, what did I want to do for my birthday? Get a massage, because I like to get massages on my birthday. Get a facial, because I've never had one before. And then I wanted to jump out of a plane. I wanted to go skydiving. I don't know why people think that's crazy. I mean, I get it, but I wanted to go skydiving, right? So anybody who listened, I told them I work. I told my friends. I didn't even realize how many friends I told this to. I told my mom. I told everybody and their mom who would listen that I wanted to jump out of a plane <laughs> and do all the other stuff, right? Anyways, I get to Miami on Saturday and I go to this dinner, right? With my friend, she hosted this dinner and she was like, it's a surprise dinner. But I was so confused, like not confused because I was like, well, it's not a surprise for me. It can't be because you, you put me in the chat. <laughs> but, you know, she had her own little surprise for everybody that shocked everybody. Like, oh my God, girl, my go ahead. So mind you, when she was even gone, Seth, honestly, I was thinking the surprise was for me, but it was not. Anyways. Even though I was in the, ch yeah, even though I was in the chat, I thought it was a surprise for me, but it wasn't. But I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, your thing is definitely much more exciting. So, y'all, let me tell you something. I sat down there after she did her surprise, and I was like, okay, cool. So, we're about to go because we're about to go out that night um, after we had dinner. But then I see a dessert coming in from the corner and people singing happy birthday to me. And I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, whatever. Cool, cool. Thank you for the dessert. And then these people slip me a card. Like, and I see the card and it's in a blue envelope. I still have it in my bag. I'm probably not going to take it out of my bag. <laughs> but um, they had a card for me and they're like, oh, open it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll open it. I'll open the envelope. And then they're like, open the card. And I'm like, Okay, I'll open the card. Like, cool, thank you. And I opened the card. And these people got me $400. About 10 of my friends got together and literally got me $400 so I could go skydiving, so I could get a massage, 
and I can do my facial and get my nails done. Because I had told everybody I needed $400 because I had calculated how much what I would need. And 10 of them got together and did that for me. I'm a thug, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I cry, but I don't cry outwardly a lot. But when I tell y'all I cried, I cried because I just couldn't understand like why they would do that. Because I was like, am I that good of a friend that they would, you know, put their hard earned money together to, you know, make my birthday, I guess, dreams come true. And I was just so grateful, like looking around the table Um, Not everybody that contributed was there, but I was just so grateful that I could call these people my friends and that I that God put me with such amazing people. Like these are people that are in my inner circle. Like these are people that are they're my squad. Like without these people, trust me, the planter wouldn't be here. Like God uses them continuously to encourage me and remind me of who I am, um, remind me of God's goodness and just remind me of where I'm going. That's the most important part. When I can, I don't even see my value a lot of times, but they always remind me of my skills, my talents. They 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 speak into me all the time. And I asked one of them. I said, "Yo, what was it? Like, I don't. I'm not even that great a friend to you guys, to be honest. I'm like, I'm not a gift giver. I'm not. You know, what I got for y'all is my time. I love like if how I show love is I like to give people my time. And they're like, that's it." You sit down, you listen to each and every one of us, you encourage us so much, you do this, you do that. And I said, wow, that actually matters. <laughs> like I was like, wow, I didn't realize that that I was so valuable enough that you guys would give your hard-earned money in this way. And it's not like something towards I needed my bills paid or or um anything that has quote unquote importance, but just for me to have fun and to enter 25 with a bang. So, I mean, I cried probably in total like 15 minutes sobbing, just sobbing. I just couldn't believe it. Even the next morning, I kept crying. I just was like, God, you heard me because I was like, man, this money needs to come from somewhere. I'm believing in God. I'll tell everybody I'm believing in God. I'm believing in God. But it was getting pretty close two days out. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. Like, whatever. I'll just go to dinner with my friends. I already paid for my massage, whatever, whatever. But these people really... They, 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 they did it. So all of that to say, you don't need randoms as your friend. You don't need to be friends with everybody and, you know, try to, you know, be just fake friends. Like, no, you need an inner circle. You need, as I'll say, like your holies of holies, like those people, your squad, your team, your, your, your kinfolk, you know what I'm saying? You need your community, people that you know that have your back. I know if I'm going through things, my friends will not disgrace me outside. They're not going to speak illy of me. If anybody speaks about me outside in a negative way, they're going to defend me hands down. And I know that. And I would do the same thing for them too. My friends, don't shame me. Like some people will be like, oh, my friend, they talk about me, but she's still my girl though. Oh, she, she, she puts me down, but that's still my friend. (laughs) Baby, (laughs) I can't understand that. I truly can't. I can't even relate to something like that, like toxic friendships and friendships that require too much. Like, you know, there's just some friends that require too much. Like if you don't call them every week or every day, they don't, you're not friends with them. Like that's not my friends. They're low maintenance. We know Everybody is busy doing their own thing. And when we connect, we connect. 
And then also you have those ones that you talk to maybe a little bit more than others. But at the end of the day, they're still part of your my squad. So find friends, like real ones. You don't need to be friends with everybody. Please, in this generation, you do not need to be friends with everybody. It's better to have two or three rather than 10,000 or 100 friends like that you don't even know, like truly and honestly. So they made my dreams come true. I literally skydived on Monday. I jumped out of a plane. My shoe fell off, y'all. Like it fell off the minute I got out. I asked the guy, will my heart fall like I'm on a roller coaster? He said no, right? So I was like, oh, great. But the minute I fell out that plane, my heart was out my head. And I'm shouting, I thought you told me would it be like this. But, you know, eventually it stopped. And then... My foot was cold. My pants ripped by the time I got (laughs) down. And it was just, ugh, it was an experience. Would I do it again? Probably not. But I was above the clouds. I got to see Miami from a view that people just generally wouldn't be able to see anything from. It was something on my bucket list. I was able to do it. And they made it happen. I got a massage. I removed toxins from my body. I didn't know massages do that. Like, she was like, okay, the massage is over. And I was like, oh, really? Because, like, I was so dehydrated because she removed all the toxins. I thought it was cool. And then, you know, my facial got, you know, some extractions done. Um, I got a deep cleanse. My skin is still feeling good. And it's, like, Thursday right now. So it was just a good day. Then I ate pincho. I love me some pincho. Um, they changed your menu up, so it had me a little disappointed, but whatever. Went to pincho with some friends. And then went to church that night with, to this youth ministry that was on fire it was just a good birthday it really really was and my friends made that happen they made it happen for me so thank you guys i know you listen so thank you so much um every single last one of you who contributed to my birthday all right i'm sorry about that little tangent there all right number nine oh number eight explore life explore 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 no matter where you are explore Purpose is not found in your head, but it's found through exploration. Um, life, qu- um, quality of life is not found sitting in your household um, doing the same old things. You have to explore. You have to go out there and try new different things. So now I jumped out of a plane. I'm ready to conquer the world. That's It's just as simple as that. You know, you don't have to jump out of a plane to do it. But, you know, maybe go to a meetup or maybe go try a cooking class, which is something that I want to do. If anybody wants to do it, let me know. Or if you do it, holla at me. I want to do it. Um, to explore my gifts in cooking because I like to cook. So explore life. Number nine, traveling is a great teacher. Um, I think you become so much more smarter when you travel and you get to see other people's culture and the way they interact, trying different foods, going to new places. It just expands your horizon. It's such a great teacher um, other than just you know reading a book. Um, my mother really put that traveling bug in me when I was young. I, my first international trip by myself um was going to nigeria at the age of five and i flew all the way from the u.s to nigeria and i was fine it was good and i've done many more trips um over the years and it's just really brought in my horizon about what is possible in this world and the different cultures and beauty um despite all the negativity that we do see on a daily basis there is such beauty um when you travel and it just really makes you smarter i think so that's number nine number 10 do something that scares you um it gives you the courage to do something else again that's how we started the planter 
it's you know it scared me to put myself myself out there the way I have but once I've done that I've gotten the confidence to be able to do other things so do something that scares you trust me jumping out of a plane literally I looked outside the the window and I was like well you already here girl I mean what you gonna do now right so I did it it scared me in the moment but I did it and now I feel like I can do different things again you don't gotta jump out of a plane but I'm just saying just making an example do something that scares you Number number 11, acknowledge what you're good at because it's important. We're all good at different things. Acknowledge what you are good at. And, I, and I speak, I'm going to speak about that either on another podcast um, or on a blog. But acknowledge what you are good at. It is important. Number 12, you can't be good at everything. All my years, I wanted to be good at math, but for some reason, I just was not. And now I'm okay with it. Like, I'm just not good at math. And not because I didn't try hard enough, not because I gave up, because trust me, I did a lot of tutoring. I did a lot. But I just can't be good at everything. Like, I'm not called to be good at every blessed thing. Like, you have certain skills and certain talents for certain things, and you'll excel more in some things rather than others, and that's okay. You're not, you're not, you're not stupid because you don't know how to do something. You're not good at this thing. Or, you know, what other people may be good at. You're good at what you're good at. So um, don't def- be, have a defeatist attitude. And I'm speaking to myself um, to because you're not good at maybe something that somebody else is good at. You can't be good at everything. Um, number 13, always do things with excellence. Never be mediocre, please. Um, we are called to do things with excellence. Our God is excellent. So in anything that you do, do it with excellence and people will treat you as such. Um, and we'll see the fruits of your labor when you work to the best of your ability. 14, boba is life. Have you had boba? Ugh. I drink boba probably every other week, if not every week. Depends. Boba is life. Just saying, I love it. It made the list. Try it if you have not tried it. If you're in Tampa, Naga Tea, that's my place. Try it. Number 15, don't normalize dysfunction. I'm pretty sure I spoke about this on the first episode of this season. Um, don't normalize, normalize dysfunction. Don't normalize things that are dysfunctional because it's always been that way. And then, you know, we just do it because it's that way, but it's actually dysfunctional. Like, you know, certain things in culture are done um, a certain way, but they're really dysfunctional, but we just do it because it's culture or that friend talks to you a certain way. Um, but, oh, that's just how she talks. Nah, that's it's dysfunctional. Let's not normalize that. Um, you know, your spouse or your, you know, I don't know, your boyfriend, your girlfriend treating you some type of way. Oh, he just gets a little upset. He just yells when he gets angry. He's been stressed. He always does that. Mm-mm. Nope. Cut that off. Normalize dysfunction. I mean, not the spouse. I ain't talking about the spouse. I'm talking about, you know, other relationships. <sighs> um, don't normalize dysfunction. And even in your, in your marriage, if you are married, um, nip that in the butt. Don't normalize, normalize dysfunction. 16, don't play yourself. Guard your heart. Ooh, child, that's a whole podcast episode. Don't play yourself. And uh, we do this all the time, especially in, like in relationships, especially if some of us have been dedicated to being celibate and, you know, we think we can just, you know, I can just do this, I can just do that and I won't fall, I won't do this, I won't do that. My girl, dude, 
guard your heart, put boundaries up, protect yourself. It's so easy to slip and fall and find yourself in a position you didn't want to be. Um, You know, guarding your heart against certain relationships, like putting up those boundaries so you don't fall into um, not even just, you know, sexual sin, but just, you know, if people are toxic, don't, you know, oh, that's just them. I can just deal with it. No, guard yourself. Like a loving distance is a great thing. That that's one way to guard yourself. Um, you know, I'm sure there's so many different ways too. But guard your heart. Don't play yourself. If you've been delivered from something, right? Like let's say you've been delivered from some type of sexual perversion. Um, don't think that oh I can just continue listening to the same music. Um, I'll be okay. Nah, cut it off. Don't give the enemy any room to come in and destroy the freedom that God has given you, okay? That has been a major lesson for me. Just guard your heart. Don't play yourself. Number 17, don't be ashamed of your mistakes. They add more depth to your life. Um, the, the decisions that I've made in the past may not have been the best. You know, in regards to relationships, in regards to actions, They may not have been the best, but it adds greater depth to who I am. And I've learned from them. I've learned more boundaries. I've learned, I've I've gotten a stronger identity. You know, once I've come up from the ashes, I've, I've learned more. So don't be ashamed of your, of your, you know, your past mistakes and failures. And God has freed you. The old, the old is dead. And, you know, when you rise with Christ, you're a new creature. So it just adds more depth to life and, you know, you become more relatable to people. Like I can relate to people on different levels due to what I've been through and um, my different experiences. You know, everything can be used as a testimony. So don't feel ashamed for what you've done in the past. God has delivered you from that. Um, you are free. Um, you are living in abundance and the enemy can't win, you know, trying to put you down and make you feel like, oh, oh, remember when you did this, remember when you did that? Nope, I'm a new creature in Christ. Alrighty then. So, don't be ashamed of your mistakes. Number 18, don't ignore um, all er- all other areas in, in, in your life to gain one area. You're, you're called to live in abundance. So, I'm probably going to have a podcast episode or something dealing with this. I'm learning about this because I've said in, in, a, in, a, um, in a blog post talking about scarcity mindset that I struggle with having a scarcity mindset, borderline probably poverty um, type of mindset. And basically what I mean by this point is, and this is really like fresh new point that I'm learning, you can't ignore all areas of your life to grow one. So for example, if you're building a business, you can't drop your family, drop your friends, and just let all those relationships die, let your health die, all in the name of building wealth and building your business. You put your life on the altar just to build your business. That's that's not an alignment. That is actually contrary to the word of God, right? So we, we're called to live in abundance. So we're called to grow in all areas of our lives. So continue to to um allow all those other areas to grow as well as you're building those things you'll notice and i think courtney sanders said it too you'll notice that if you want one area to grow pour into the other areas of your life and that thing will grow when you're healthy all the way around you grow like for example i was at work today and i was so hungry like i was so freaking hungry but i couldn't ignore it but i'm like do i want to get this work done or do i want to eat but my body's like bro like don't ignore me like i'm about like we're about to fight 
So what did I have to do? I had to eat. Why am I going to starve myself and not eat just to get some work done? And then I make that a habit. And then I develop unhealthy habits for what to get work done. But my body's important too. My body has, you know, importance. I'm just saying that's my example. Um, But I'm going to get into that at some point. Um, how to live in abundance as I continue to walk in that and, and you know, change my mindset about scarcity and poverty. We're going to get there. But yes, that's a major point. Number 19, planning ahead helps you stay on track, save money and be productive. Like disciplining yourself to plan ahead. Like I plan my meals um, for the week and that is how I've been able to even um, eat on a very low budget, cook really good meals, actually and factually, I am a chef (laughs) low-key, and just have a vision for what I'm doing. So even having a vision for what you're eating um, is really helpful because I value health. So having a vision um, for my food um, really helps me stay in alignment with, you know, my health goals. And that can be applied to anything else in your life. Planning ahead, just being disciplined. I started doing that in June and it really has changed my life and transformed um, my finances, especially when you're working with a smaller budget and a very small budget at that. Um, This helps you really go towards what it is that you're trying to do. All right, number 20, invest in your health. Eat good. I don't believe in keto don't think for me i don't know about you but for me don't believe in it i think you need all 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 um groups i mean for anybody who's even studied science i don't even understand why that's a thing uh sorry but invest in your health um invest in your health health is wealth um i was actually reading an article that the wealthy don't invest in material goods such as um, expensive clothing and all these different things to show off their wealth. That is more of a middle class, lower class type of behavior. But the wealthy, um, they invest in their health and education. And then there was something else. Um, I think ways to generate more money to create generational wealth. But your health is, is just as important as anything. Without your health, you are done. All right. Number 21, I mean, this is a given. Staying anchored in Christ is the only way you will get through difficult times. Um, And basically, to sum that up, I will serve Christ with all my life. I will serve Jesus with my whole life, my whole heart um, to the day I die. Because God has been so faithful to me, even in the midst of really difficult times. Even though at times I may have felt that he wasn't there when I'm able to look back. And just even the community that I'm around remind me of of his goodness. I read my Bible to really understand the promises that I'm given and really take those promises seriously. Yo, God is like for real, for real. So I will serve him in my life. He's the only one that can really sustain me in hard times. Like he be coming through where it's like, oh my God, I need to do this and do that. And it's just not coming up. He would just be showing, like he likes to make an entrance or something like last minute. I don't know why. Like, but I'm I'm just saying it clearly. Let, I'm gonna let y'all know that I will serve Christ with all my heart, all my life. That is what this plant, this um, platform is dedicated towards. Um, not only helping you grow in all the areas that you need to grow to to become whole, but also helping you grow in your faith. Because without Jesus, is it really worth it? No. 
So that's number 21. Number 22, quite simple. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. There's Bible plans on your phone. I use those. Like, just read your Bible. Maybe I'll have a podcast about how to do that. I think actually somebody asked me to do that. So maybe I might do that. Um, how to how I do it. Because there's a lot of truth in there. Um, and you get to know God's character. So when people come at you sideways talking about, oh, God is the universe and the universe is over God. And um, and then also all this hoopla, especially in the black community sometimes. <sighs> Just read your Bible. Just read your Bible. All right. 23, self-reflection is great. For me, self-reflection works really well like every day. Like when I have a negative thought, I'm able to self-reflect why or if I'm having a negative feeling, why do I feel that way? And then break apart each like question and get an answer. And that leads me to the root cause of why I feel this way or why, you know, I'm, I'm just not, you know, I'm not with it today or why am I so happy or why, you know, being really self-reflective, reflecting over my day, reflecting over my decisions um, helps me become more self-aware so I can make better decisions in the future and really get to know myself and know my tics and my, you know, all the different things that encompass Damio Shuri. So self-reflection is great. Number 24, um, I am called to serve people. There's a bigger purpose to what um, we are doing. So whatever area you are in, just remember that there is a bigger purpose and you just getting a house and a car and money and all these different things. Um, if you're a Christ follower, you're called to serve. Um, at the end of the day, God uses your gifts and your talents and your passion to um, serve others, which is great. So if you're a doctor, great, you get to serve people. If you're a fashion designer, um, trust me, you have a bigger um purpose than maybe what you even think if you're a nail tech trust me there there's something bigger than what you're doing you're there that like god has a purpose for what you're doing so always remember to have a servant's heart um i've had to train myself to do that because i was not brought up to understand that at a young age um i learned that later on in college and i'm just working that out just trying to serve and understand that everything that i do and what i've been given is for a greater purpose and the number 25, be yourself. I know that's so simple, but honestly and truly, like be yourself. Like people like you so much better when you're yourself. And even if they don't like you, then that's just not the people you need to be hanging around with. And that's just facts, no printer. Like be yourself. As I said earlier in the podcast, I am Damio Shodi behind the mic um, in front of my friends in public. I am the same. I'm I'm the same goofy girl, um, immature yet mature person. Um, I will never lose my childlike type of humor ever, but I just continue to mature over time. And if you don't like it, I mean, that's okay. I have, you know, my, my crew and that's the thing. Like I got my squad. So it's like, if you don't like it, whatever, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's fine. You know, you got to deal with people however, but don't change yourself. Don't try to be, you know, guys aren't giving you attention sexier and all these different things and blah, 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 or try to be cooler. Or if you're in high school, you try to be, you try to smoke because other people are smoking and feeling peer pressured. Um, nah, be yourself. Like I'm learning that God made me, me unique and I'm, you know, cause before I thought I was kind of weird, like, oh God, like, you know, I have different viewpoints. I'm a little quirky. Um, you know, I like to laugh at things that may not be funny. I'm just me. 
and I'm becoming more secure in my voice and secure in who I am and just being proud of that. Like ask anybody who knows me, I'm unique. (laughs) We're all unique, but in particular, I'm very unique and that's fine. I don't care. I like it that way. Mm? So like yourself that way. That's such an important lesson. Like yourself the way you are because you are literally awesome. And I'm not just saying that, like I mean it, like you're awesome. There's nobody like you and there's nobody like me. So it's just, it's just a win-win, okay? A lot of us are out here pretending too much. Like take your mask off. It's too tiring to have a mask on all day, like all day. Ugh. Mm -mm. Or just be quiet. You know what I'm saying? Just observe. If you can't really be your fool self, I do that. I just be quiet because I need to see how people can like react to me before I kind of just jump right in. You know, I might scare them a little bit. (laughs) I'm just saying it's true okay that was 25 lessons for my 25th birthday um I really had to think hard about this and I'm sure I had more but 25 I think was a pretty good number to stop at I probably could have gone to like 30 plus but mm, that's okay so yeah guys thank you for just experiencing my new quarter of a century feeling 25 i'm feeling pretty good feeling pretty promising about my future and where it's going and yes thank you so much for listening to the planter um if you are liking the podcast i see y'all i see these reviews i've been getting some i've I've been getting some reviews i've been getting some ratings in the last podcast i think i've had like four or something four maybe even more since the last podcast so keep them coming i appreciate you for leaving a review oh i would actually like to read one of them hold up hold up wait a minute let me let me find it for y'all real quick because this review was so good should have got all that ready before i came on there so sorry all right so check this i love how the holy spirit is always right on time when i listen to this podcast thank you for being vulnerable, practical, and using your life as an example of how we all can be boss disciples. Rebs Justillian, Rebsies, thank you so much for sharing that review and writing that review and giving me five stars. I don't accept anything less than five stars, okay? So if you want to give me four, don't even bother. Five stars. So thank you, Rebecca, for leaving that review. I appreciate that. It was pretty lit calling me a boss disciple, training y'all to be disciples. I mean, I'm just working on my salvation and sharing what I learned with you guys. So I'm happy that it is making an impact for you as well. So yes, if you are liking the podcast, please, please, please leave a review. More reviews that the planter has, the more people will get to know about the planter. And I'm trying to like, you know, talk with y'all. I'm trying to holler, holler at y'all or you come talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, any, we can do this. Like, DM me on my IG at the planters. That's T H E P L A N N T E R. You can send me a question. I would like to start answering questions on the podcast um, if you have any. And what else? Yeah, that's it. Just those two things. Leave a review. And then if you want to talk, just um, hit me up at the planter on Instagram. Okay? So, mwah, love you guys so much. 
You guys are great. 25th birthday. And we are heading out to the future. Don't know. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Speak to you on the next episode. Bye. so much for listening to the planter podcast if you are absolutely loving the content that the planter is creating well go ahead and subscribe to the planter on itunes for more updates and staying connected with me you can also subscribe to the planter at theplanter.com so that's t-h-e-p-l-a-n-n-t-e-r.com to become a part of our community uh, you can find us on facebook at the planter community to stay connected with like-minded individuals who are trying to grow just like you And you can find The Planter on all social media handles at The Planter. So thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you on the next episode.